This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Home Depot's Holiday Gift Center has great gifts for any doer on your list and the best prices of the year just for you. On top-rated brands like DeWalt, RYOBI, Milwaukee, and Makita. Right now, the DeWalt Atomic Drill and Impact Combo Kit is just $149, normally $229. Order online for easy in-store pickup or delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved. From The Home Depot, how doers get more done. U.S. only, Waspa's last C-Store for details. Stephen A, after watching that first game, a whole lot of people didn't think the Raptors would win another game. <laughs> you asking me that question? In your heart. <laughs> Deep down in your heart. Do you feel kind of bad? Me? Listen, y'all. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk. And in good times and in bad times, but right now, the best of times, I'm here to detail for you the Raptors' series-clinching win over the Orlando Magic, 115-96. to Just finished the series in five games. Big win for the Raptors. Obviously, this is, this is the most dominant we've seen the team probably ever. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the game. But first, we have a sponsor that we need to talk about quickly. Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger's Personal Injury Lawyers sponsors this podcast. Thank you for the sponsorship. So the game was fantastic to watch. As a Raptors fan, it was very rewarding. And there's nothing quite like massaging away anxiety. Because as Raptors fans, we've had you know a decent chunk of it. I it's kind of disappointing to lose game one to a seven seed when you're the two seed. We did that. The Raptors did that. So going up by like nearly 25 points in the first quarter was exceptionally good uh, at, from the fans' perspective anyway. That's how it seemed. The Raptors came out and they absolutely dominated on defense. It, it wasn't anything we had to worry about. Offensively, it was it was terrific. I mean, they started the first quarter thirty, I think it was thirty five nineteen, and I, how much better do you want them to do? I mean, and that included a bit of a run back for the Orlando Magic. I the Raptors were in rare air. They completely dominated every action that Orlando was trying to run, and I guess that's just that's the story of the series. Was the Raptors? complete and utter dominance on defense. I've never never in my life have I 
had the pleasure of watching a Raptors team that was able to shut down another team like that. And having Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Gasol, two former Defensive Player of the Year's in tow, Danny Green, one of the best, well, to quote Dave Dufour of this, uh, he's been on this podcast before, one of the best defensive guards of the past 25 years. Seems like a fair uh, description of Danny Green as well. And just having those three, first of all, super important. And Danny Green didn't even have himself that great a series. He didn't shoot the ball very well, but his work on DJ Augustine, Evan Fournier, over the course of the series was it was fantastic. I I haven't been able to watch that much better defense in, in my time watching basketball. Not from a Raptors guard anyway. Especially not the two. I love DeMar DeRozan, my favorite player of all time. But he can't defend like Danny Green can. And geez, I was so impressed with Danny Green over the course of this series. And again tonight, he was he was spectacular. Um, two guys that really deserve to be talked about. Well, let's say three. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry over everything. K-Lo. I mean, he scored the first nine points of the game. He came out like gangbusters. Completely dismantled the Orlando defense right from the jump. And there really was no coming back from that for Orlando. It it was pretty clear. I I, I thought it might have been too cocky. I wrote I wrote my uh, big piece called, you know, seeking the gentleman sweep, and you know there was a lot of I tried to be as fancy and cute as possible in that. And I also put you know an editor's note that if the Raptors lost Game Five, I'd look like an idiot. And and they didn't. And the best part of that was that. They took care of us, us fans, from the onset. It was the easiest watch, I think, of the series so far. <laughs> I mean, even the even game four was there was a bit of knots in my stomach just for a little bit. You know, Terrence Ross hits a half court buzzer beater, just things like that. There was nothing like that in game five. And yeah, to get back to Kyle Lowry, he remains a quarterback on defense and the penultimate decision maker on offense he does so much for the raptors and i think he's completely moved the whole discussion away from his game one performance i don't think anybody cares about that anymore if i mean there might be some american media outlets that might try and trump up those charges uh, you know against him when it comes to talking about the the 76ers series that's coming up that the raptors will be playing in and I will be doing a, a preview podcast for that as well and I also will be doing a, uh, a eul- we, I'll be bringing on verticality um, from Twitter to eulogize this magic series and to do a recap of the whole series let's say but Kyle Lowry I mean what a job he did he was so fantastic and just an absolute treat to watch hitting those two threes early on was so meaningful to watch and it was just so rewarding. <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam, they showed their merits throughout the game as well. They they did, except, well, excluding, you know, Kawhi's, let's quote-unquote, flu game where he was sick and had been sick for the two days prior. He shot 5-19 from the field. Outside of that, he was a bonafide superstar. Like, Hall of Fame level. Just utterly dominant. And in the post, from behind the line off the dribble i mean in this one he went five of five from downtown like (laughs) what what do you do if you're the magic and pascal was three of five 
If you have Pascal Siakam and Kawhi Leonard combining for 8 of 10 from downtown, what recourse do you have to defend that offensive unit? None, really. I mean, there's nothing you can do. And if they're locking you down on the other side, it just seems like it's it's going to be a short game for you. There are a lot of jokes going off about how, you know, this makes people consider a five-game first-round series. I mean, it is kind of rich considering we lost game one. And could you imagine how stress-inducing a Raptors series would be if it was best of five and we lost game one? Oh, my gosh. I... That would be way too much to handle for me anyway. But yeah, Pascal and Kawhi, just they did tonight what they did all series, and that is work relentlessly and tirelessly on offense, produce efficiently, and defend the hell out of the paint and the perimeter on the other end. I just, there's so much to like. You, It's so nice to have a team that plays this way. Marcus All, I mean Marcus All, he like again, he's not shooting the ball a ton. He's just operating as the conduit for the Raptors offense in the five out um type of offense that they run. He runs several DHOs, sometimes several on a certain possession. He's setting screens up and down the floor. Michael Pina, who I had on for the weekly pos- podcast, said he might be writing an article about that. It's worth diving into. Marcus Saul is so proficient when it comes to screen setting. We're we're so far removed from that video I talked about with Matt Chance where the Serge Ibaka missed four screens in the same possession. And that's not saying Serge is a bad screen setter, it's just saying you know and Serge is actually quite good usually. It's just saying having that tandem, Gasol and Serge setting screens and especially Gasol it just it adds so much. It just makes Kawhi Leonard, Siakam, and Lowry so much more lethal going downhill. And the craziest thing is Danny Green didn't even have like a very good series offensively. And for some reason, I feel like regression is an important thing, and he will regress to the mean. And in this, you know, in these in this context, that will be progression. I expect him to shoot the damn lights out versus the 76ers. And I think we're going to take out the 76ers in five or six. That might be a little bit bold, but I'm feeling good. The Raptors, they look like world beaters. The Magic are actually a good team. I don't want to get this twisted. Just because the Raptors are dominant doesn't mean that the Magic aren't good. Aaron Gordon, really good. Vucevic, really good. Even though Gasol completely and utterly denied him any type of momentum in the series. Jonathan Isaac, I think, will have a claim to most improved player next year. He'll try to walk in Pascal Siakam's footsteps. DJ Augustine was good this whole year. Not great, but good and capable at that point guard position for the Magic. And the Raptors, they just, they dismantled them. There was nothing, at at the end, it was, there was too much talent disparity. The Raptors were too good a team. And I've I've just never been treated this well. This recap has been a little bit messy, but the, the Raptors have been so dominant for so long that all the talking points have been, you know, talked about on this reaction podcast. You know, I, I feel like I've covered everything that the Raptors have done well. Every little thing, you know, there's probably at this point like three and a half hours of me talking about this series up on the internet, and that that just makes me want to go 
right to the uh, awards. So the Mitchell Robinson Award, and I mean this in <laughs> the nicest way, maybe the worst way, not sure how to frame it. Michael Carter-Williams has to win it just because the Orlando Magic weren't capable of doing anything villainous lately. Nobody got injured by the Raptors. There was no Mitchell Robinson-esque you know, injuring of Kyle Lowry. So Michael Carter-Williams' proclivity towards complaining earns him this, earns him this title. But as far as where the Raptors and Orlando Magic have been, as far as foes, the last two games, there hasn't really been a villain for the Orlando Magic. They haven't been able to conjure up any meaningful run against the Raptors, and the Raptors have just looked like the big brother who's keeping the little brother at arm's reach and just, hey, stay away, I've got this. And yeah, the Raptors, they very much appear to have this, and it's what what a wonderful thing to watch. The Reggie Evans Award, the Hustle Award, I talked glowingly about him at the very start of the podcast, and I, I will again. Kyle Lowry started out the game nine, like a nine-point run for himself. And really, just to see him after scoring zero points in the first game, the juxtaposition of it all, to score zero in the first game, and then to open up the closeout game with nine straight points for himself, to effectively just douse the fire, the very... The, the very I guess weak ashes that the magic had at that point and he threw water on it and stamped it out and his hustle is always it's always been legendary around the Raptors fandom he he took four charges in the game I mean he's he's everywhere on the court and his work on defense especially if the Raptors defense plans on being as movement heavy as it has been his work there and his mind as a quarterback for the defense is so important. And his activity on closeouts, on rotations, is it cannot be replaced. And it is of paramount importance to the Raptors' defense. The uh, quick reaction comment. Uh, Edward Bliss. Here's an interesting scenario. What if the Raptors have an easier time with the 76ers than they did with Orlando? Oh, buddy. I gotta tell you, that would be very satisfying to watch i will be deep like i'll be doing a deep dive on that series with the guests it will be announced sooner or later but i the the 76ers are good man they're they're a good team if we get lucky and lucky in a you know an unfortunate type of way that joel Embiid isn't fully healthy for that series it will be tough for the 76ers to try and beat the Raptors to have a good chance at going to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I I don't think there's any version of the 76ers that are easier than the Orlando Magic. Although, I love the optimism, my guy. I love it. The Raptors, they look absolutely relentless. And if I was any other team watching them right now, especially the 76ers, that would be pretty terrifying. And yeah, Edward Bliss, I love the optimism, my guy. But I don't think that uh, the 76ers will be easier than Orlando. Because Orlando has looked pretty easy lately. But I hope you're right. Man, that would be that would be something else. That would be very nice. Uh, I think that's as good a place to end it as any, guys. I'll be doing a recap of the whole series that should come out tomorrow, I think. Perhaps the day after. It will be out sooner or later, though. So just keep your eyes out for that. And it'll be getting into you know 
it'll be content. It'll be me and uh, verticality talking about all the little things, and then some of the macro, some of the bigger things. And if you want more, if you want to hear more about this series in particular, that will be there. And then soon after that, I'll be detailing and previewing the 76er series coming up. So that should all be stuff you can look forward to. I hope you enjoyed listening to this tonight. And I sincerely hope you enjoyed watching the Raptors first round because they they really put on a show for us fans. That was fantastic. And uh, whether you're listening to this at night in the morning, whenever you get around to it, I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.